0: So many things, so many things.
1: I guess <laughs> that's kind of how I just end this movie. I guess, and all the my, the biggest thing I can ever just say about me watching Scream Three is, I am glad when I first saw Scream Three, they had already announced that they were working on Scream Four, because there's no way in hell I would have been satisfied <laughs> seeing Scream Three, and that just being the end. I don't care right. that. They have that symbolic scene at the end where she's able to leave her door open and go back <laughs> to her regular life. That is so cool, <laughs> awesome. But man, this movie was a letdown, and all he got mostly because you got a plane, how bad Columbine got. They say, yeah, no, we say, yeah, let's not go out the gun control. Let's go out the movies and TV, <laughs> and we got a shitty that it. And We still
0: having the same issues,
1: exactly. Here
0: decades later.
1: Exactly. Um, screen 4. I saw this when I was 15 in theaters. Um, I guess before I'm going to get into that, the funniest thing that happened to me seeing this movie is not only after seeing this movie and me being a 15-year-old in high school, but for the fact that I came home to an empty house right after the fact. We had a landline, and it kept breaking. <laughs> <laughs> That is my highlight of this. Because I was shook the entire time. You didn't want to
0: answer it? I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Because we had a bunch of random doors. Like I was checking. (laughs) Anytime that phone started ringing, I started jumping. (laughs) (laughs) This is Wes Craven's last movie he will ever direct before he died in 2015. He was the showrunner of the TV show. I was a fan of the show. But... He died kind of right after season one ended. But this screen four was kind of just his last thing he ever made directing wise. And it brings back that Wes Craven charm that I kind of always like. It is kind of, it is heavy on the violence. Heavier mm-hmm. on the violence. Cause it's supposed to reflect what horror looked like at the time. And with all the remakes and reboots, it was just a barrage of violence. Like, we're coming off of Texas Chainsaw remake, the House of Wax remake, the Halloween remake, the Friday the 13th remake, the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. There's another one I'm missing it. My Bloody Valentine. We're coming off of My Bloody Valentine's remake as well, too. It is just a shitload of violence. And Wes Craven said, yeah, when you need that horror commentary. I got you. Yeah, they, he did not give a fuck who he killed, <laughs> why he killed him. I am looking at the first ever Facebook stalker, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it's fun to revisit that because actually, unlike the first movies, I actually was kind of like up in the era. So I remember us being on Facebook on like our shitty phone before smartphone became super accessible Mm -hmm. and the only way you can get an iPhone is with an AT&T account. I remember that era so much. It kind of just being on Facebook, it it being super easy to catch with somebody, only for him to jump out of nowhere and stab someone. I don't know what's better. The fact that I really recognize these cameos because one of them was from Degrassi and 90210. And mm-hmm. other ones was from, what is that show? Pretty Little Liars. I'm like, hey, this is like very up to date because those shows are popping. Or for the fact that they get killed in the craziest way. And it is a trailer for the staff. <laughs> 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 The way I saw this movie with my best friend in theaters. It was right after school. I was howling, laughing. Like I couldn't show my laughter. I was like, "Wait!" I was like, "What?" I don't do. It's the you stop questioning anything about stab. They're watching stab six, and I said, "And I said, shit, okay." And then you bring you're brought on by Anna Paquin and Kirsten Bell.
0: Yeah, I love that one.
1: And then she stabs her in the stomach. I mean, for talking too much. For talking so <laughs> too much. And that was staff seven. I, was like, I, was like, I had to walk out. I had to walk out the theater. I was like, they got me twice. Was like,
0: you got me. That was pretty pretty cool opening.
1: <laughs> that was movie amazing. within the movie. That was the best thing I have ever <laughs> seen in my life. And I'm like, there's no way they're gonna do it to us a third time. I was anticipating it a third time. And they really get you. It's him for real. hmm It's him for real. That is this is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my side. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I think. It has the right amount of callbacks for a screen movie before you kind of dive deep into the doing the legacy sequel or requel thing that they started really ramping up the last few years. It did the right amount of callbacks without kind of being in your face. Like, hey, you remember this? We got this for y'all. Like this was awesome. This was great. I think the one thing that bothers me, I said something about this movie. Soundtrack, an actual movie just didn't feel right. The song that became unofficially known as the school, as uh I can't remember the fucking name of the song, but the song played pretty much throughout every single screen movie except for the fourth one. Apparently, they couldn't get the licensing to this song, and so they just have to just leave it out completely. And oh, two, wow. I said. Something about the way this is color-graded feels wrong to me. You don't really notice it during night scenes, but you really notice it during the daytime. It feels like it's a weird glow.
0: Yeah, I think I know what you mean.
1: It's this weird glow on it. No one can explain why it's done like that. They're just kind of left to assume that it's meant to mimic kind of, like, the harsh color grading that movies were kind of doing at the time, which sure, I guess. I mean, where everything just kind of just looked unnecessarily <laughs> glaring, everyone looked greasy for no reason. It's definitely making fun of... It It definitely feels like it, but this is really a product of its time, and I can enjoy this one a lot more than most people get, because I get it. It is so... St- Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I had to rather put it on loop in the beginning. The way this nigga just hopped out the side is tapped up by Dale. He's a fishing with it. <laughs> He's awesome.
0: Yeah, I like this one. But I like, like I was telling you, sometimes I, I do be forgetting about it. Um it's not but...
1: the most memorable one. Yeah, but... but
0: it's not bad. Like I I like the the whole, you know, her niece being the killer because she wants to be just like her. Like, I like that aspect of it. I think that's she, a, she made a good ghost face.
1: And we under understate kind of the, they, they, have to, they have to kind of address it at some point with the, it with being a big franchise around it. Sydney's famous. Like, she's famous for real. Right. And her recreating the whole thing it caught me off guard. I'm like, damn it, I should have known this is how it was going to end up, and I was still just it. It was lost on me. I I did not expect this. It was that lost of me, but it still did it. Um, yeah, because
0: it's a complete change from Scream Three. Like Scream Three, she's all hiding out and scared and paranoid, and then we get Scream Four, and she's just you know, out and about doing book signings and, like, she's, like, a completely different person. But we do get to see her, like, grown. She walking around in heels and her little jumpsuits and skirt suits. So it's like we're seeing the the grown-up Sydney. So I I like that about it. And then I like how we get to meet her, her aunt, so Maureen's sister, hmm I like how they added her to the cast.
1: Cause and we never
0: did. really thought about like who else was impacted by Maureen's death other than Sydney. So we get to I like how we get to see that side of it.
1: And they just said and, and they just said fuck it instead of trying to give her a relationship with her father, they tried it in a screen three, it just wasn't working. And they right. said, let's just get rid of him, let's have him die or something. You
0: know,
1: <laughs> shoot. I think unlike most screen movies they're kind of reflection of what's going on in the times this for the most part kind of predicted it how everyone was going to be so caught up in like trying to be famous online well people were famous online it's clearly 2011. Mm-hmm. they were youtubers and stuff but to the extent where these dudes are live streaming i'm like with what technology in 2011 like, were you live streaming? <laughs> because
0: they had the whole, whole setup.
1: Like, did you have a router in your back pocket? <laughs> like, what are you doing?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I love how they kind of go with this whole, I, I partially love it. I partially hate it. They're trying to put this big emphasis on the new rules. And it seems like... Because even in the TV show... They were trying so hard to find this Randy Meeks type character and it just never stuck. It mm. never stuck with those two nerds. Obviously, the weird looking one, that's McCoken brother. They all had that same face. Yeah. Um, I'm like, obviously he's going to be somebody. So I'm, I was like, look at him. <laughs> he has his <laughs> look about him. He's going to be somebody. Mm-hmm. But for it kind of, it's at times it feels redundant to be to the second one because the second one when you really look at it and take it for what it is it's supposed to be a mimic of the kills from the first movie but obviously they go into their own little thing this one is supposed to I'm like oh it's a literal it feels like a literal remake at times if if it feels like a little remake at times set with more violence obviously you need that and their emphasis on what these new rules are. The one that got me, because I don't recall this ever being a thing where even when they said virgins could even die, but you can't kill off a gay character. Oh, yeah. I'm just like, what? what? I'm like, is that a thing for real? Or is that just meant to be just this? Like, I thought about that for years, and I'm like, is this a thing for real, or is this supposed to be like a setup for a gag? He's like, I'm gay. And he just still kills him. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's definitely a setup.
1: <laughs> I'm just like, that's funny. Um, who else do I have in this? Uh Allison Bree, she gets killed. That's her assistant. I'm like, damn, she gets killed. Oh yeah. Color. I'm like, that is brutal.
0: Scary. I, I'm always scared with uh garage scenes. Cause just imagine like being in the garage. In her position. What kills me
1: what kills me about that is I've never had a garage that just goes all the way down like that. If something's minor minorly in the way, it moves. And so it's like these two things where in the first one where Tatum gets killed, I've never seen a garage that can hold that much weight, a garage door that can hold that much weight. Right. And I've never seen a garage door that not only continues to go down, some something is there, but Will crush you to the point. I'm like, is she paralyzed is she just hurt? What's going on here?
0: Yeah, it like crushed her. You can hear it like a little crush.
1: I'm like, damn, brutal. You. I'm like, damn, you are a faint person. Jesus. <laughs> um, Anthony, I want to know before I get to Anthony Anderson, I think he's funny in it. He's genuinely funny in this movie. Um, what else to say about them? Outside of before I get to them, there's this weird, there's this weird realm where everyone's been expecting some third killer to pop in these movies, and it never happened. People thought it would be Dewey's partner. That did not happen, but she was creepy Mutey. as hell. Yeah, Judy, yeah she, was she was super creepy. creepy. Well. She was like, "Sydney, do you remember me?
0: <laughs> Creeping <laughs> up in had, the dark.
1: We had class together. <laughs> I was we were in the same stage play. I'm like, <laughs> they're like back up. <laughs> what are you doing here?
0: Oh my gosh, they did that on purpose. They wanted us to think something.
1: Yeah, and I think it do, it doesn't work as much when they make it so obvious." I right. think what makes the first one like I think what makes the first one amazing is when you put everyone together in these scenarios. One, it feels super organic. Them being together for a house party, oh let's all let's all quarantine and do curfew together. That feels more organic than them having the stabathon. I would have thought I would have thought niggas that he would have got busy. I would have thought that Ghostface would have got busy at that part at that screening event. Nope. Mm-hmm. Um it just didn't it really just didn't feel as organic like it just felt very just forced towards the end i will I will say before that the way Anthony Anderson they get the drop on him is the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. Thats <laughs> <laughs> so this nigga got stabbed in the head and he continues to try to fight. that is the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs>
0: And he was talking about the cop. What he say that the cops are? They always get killed or something like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Spring for is interesting. Has this? I like. I like some parts of it. Some I don't. But Jill, she was crazy. Like she was psycho. Like psycho psycho. The way she was throwing herself around, stabbing herself. Like
1: yeah. I said that takes dedication because I would've been too committed. Like I ain't doing that shit. But then again, because <laughs> they she she they like with the remake, you always gotta take it a step further.
0: Ah, mm-hmm.
1: uh, it's not the best scene in Scream where they get stabbed, where they're stabbing each other. It's like, hey, I'm gonna stab myself. And I'm gonna rip my hair out. I'm gonna throw my little ass body into this glass table. I've fallen into a glass table before as a child. That oh. is pain that I never want to put on anyone. <laughs> and they're like, "That is some shit I have never felt ever."
0: And then she even she even took dude's Trevor's hand and scratched her face.
1: Scratched like, her, ripped geez. her hair out. I'm like, damn. Oh my god. But according to them, here's what the set of and keeping traditional said the previous film as well as keeping with the film's theme of remakes, the rules of this movie are as follows. Don't fuck with the original, according to Sydney, You have to be, you have to be gay in order to survive. I've never heard that one before. According to Anthony Anderson, police officers will always die in horror movies, except for Bruce Willis, especially if they're near retirement, better looking than the other person or have a newborn baby on the way. The original ending newborn is baby. the original ending is the is the false ending in a remake? The killer is always right behind you. The fourth one, the original ending, is the false ending in a remake. That is that was true and Halloween 2007, hmm. where the, the movie ends where the original movie ends where he falls out the window and they look back, they're like, Michael's gone, and like it shows the rest of the neighborhood and nobody's there at all. Mm-hmm. That's where the movie would have ended. But in their version, nope, he's still alive. He grabs her out the window, like snatches her, like punches through the shit, grabs her. Uh, we still got 20 minutes left on his runtime. Let's keep it. <laughs> and the killer is always right behind you. This one had to be dying. For these dudes to be this smart, specifically the dude with the camera on his ear, or whatever, it Kills me how he was trying to focus on his stream, and the killer just pops up and fucks him up. Like he's at the front door, but you expect him to be coming from behind, of course. But mm-hmm. it's uh it's a decent movie. It's
0: yeah, it's decent. I,
1: mean, I enjoy it a lot. Is it high on my list? That's one of those things where 2 and 4, always their specific spots will always rotate for me. Whether which one I like more or the least out of those two, it just always depends on what day I'm feeling. Yeah. Some days I really just love the second one for all the reasons I say I love it. Then I'm just like, eh, I'm off of it. The same reason I enjoy 4, same reasons I kind of be off of it. It's sad that, to me, this movie, I thought it was a success. I saw it in theaters. A lot of people I knew saw it in theaters. I was doing, spreading a lot of... We're gonna get there. The third movie, crap. The third movie and the fourth movie's budget were about the same, but due to inflation, the fourth one had a way considerably higher budget. It didn't make as much of a turn back. I think this is the same. Around, I think this around the same time Fast Five came out in theaters, so that kind of buckled mm-hmm. it a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, I think one thing that West Craven sad that he didn't chance to make a fifth movie because he died of brain cancer in 2015. But I'm glad to see he did learn his lesson from how we killed off Randy Meeks with Hayden Panacea's character Kirby. Because mm-hmm. everybody people come to me and say, Oh, Kirby, yeah, Kirby died. This before they announced he's come back at six. I'm like, nah, she's like he came out fish, he's still alive. Like he intentionally left her a lot because he may want to do something with her because he liked her character that much. He wants to leave her ending more ambiguous. So if you never got a chance to do another movie, it could just leave be what it is. And if he did, she can always come back, which I think is amazing.
0: That was I smart.
1: I would have loved for her to be a number five, but I guess they decided to wait. I'm not mad that they waited, but four, four is good. Outside of this damn filter. Oh my god. Why it looks like it's just overly saturated. Yeah, it does. It looks so wrong. It is just ugly. It's beautiful at night, but it is ugly during the daytime. I'm like, Jesus, what is this? It's like a hate. It's like someone put Vaseline on a camera. (laughs) (laughs) Like that's what it looks like. Like that was an old camera trick, but I'm like, why are we still be doing that? Uh, their Tell callbacks me. were their callbacks were interesting. The it was I guess with the whole dude taped to the chair I'm like this is obvious he's that. Like, he's the killer whatever. And I'm like at that point just like whatever let's get on with it. You find out it's him and somebody else like oh surprise I'm like oh yeah Emma Roberts who would have thought the one the mm-hmm. girl who conveniently hid under the bed, the ghost face didn't even look to chat. Oh, there she <laughs> is. <laughs> and like, ooh, that's like who would have thought? Like, get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> I'm like, get I'm like get the fuck out of here. Um interesting fact. For some strange reason, Hillary Duff was gonna be part of the movie, but they never said which role she was gonna be. So I would say that's